Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, Get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Meet the Norwegian Lords of Chaos. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. So this is a little bit of a vanity episode mm. for me, mm. but I don't think, I think it'll become uh, an interesting and enjoyable episode for everybody, not just me. Okay. Because I can only hope. It checks off a lot of boxes and I that's like important. That. I People like that. like that. Uh, I have an interest in music and like the history of music, especially mm. the nefarious side mm. of it. Uh, we'll get into a little true crime. I hear people are into the true crime. Some people are. Four people are into the true crime. Yeah, it's not cool right now. Now, it's really but gross, maybe but some it, it, it will be. Yeah, it will be. Uh, and uh, a little bit of Satanism. Ooh. A little bit of murder. This a sounds little like a recipe for fun. Church burning. Uh, I'm going to, this is weird. Like I'm trying to find like the focus of the discussion Mm -hmm. because there's a lot to unpack with this. Yeah. Uh, but the kind of focus will be, uh, the kind of, well, it's all the dark side of it, but the darkest side of black metal in Mm. Norway. I know this is like, uh. I'm getting very (laughs) intrigued by all of this. Yeah. Uh, and the interest for me is I I was kind of familiar with this story like pre-internet, but of course mm-hmm. with internet, yeah, uh, it you know the the information is a lot more robust. Mm-hmm. Uh, the black metal scene, like, and if people are listening, because listen, I would take it very seriously. If somebody was talking about some you know uh, a genre or a subject, mm-hmm. and you know was uh, not one hundred percent informed. Yeah, the black metal scene is not uh, my forte. Like you know, mine would be more of the hardcore punk, maybe 
thrash metal. There's mm-hmm. so many genres, subgenres, you know, extreme metal, uh, thrash, death metal. We can go totally. on and on. And, and, you know, it's nuanced, but it's it's important to the people that it's important to. And I'm one of them, but I don't claim to be an expert, so I'm just mm-hmm. putting that out there. I'm doing my best, but uh, I've always been very familiar uh, – uh, familiar with and very interested in the uh, the black metal scene in specifically Norway in late eighties, early nineties. Awesome. Also, there is a movie coming out called The Lords of Chaos, mm. which features uh, Rory Culkin. Oh, uh, yeah, Culkin. I- interesting. Uh, do you know who Sky Fairy is? Sky, yeah, Fairy? yeah. I want to say Fury, but it's not. It's It's not Fury. Yeah, Yeah. she's a singer and Mm -hmm. an actor and like a model. I actually saw her uh, perform. She's good. The the Ace had like a Sundance thing, so they showed a movie and had a performance. And Michelle is the one who actually got me into her, Mm -hmm. so I happened just happened to be there, and she was great. I mean, I was like, I really. uh, She opened for someone really famous. Yeah, yeah. She's 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 like very cool. Yeah. You know, one of the people are so cool. Yeah. And it's not a negative thing, but it's like you're so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, like uh, when we when we guessed it on uh, Lizard People, and the oh, engineer yeah. is like the coolest. She was like, so... we went to her cool apartment, her cool cups, and her cool hat, her cool hair, cool like computer and it's prowess. All, it's all put together effortlessly. How? Yeah. How? I tie my shoelaces sideways, which Michelle says makes you look like a nut. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do you have it so together? Yeah, uh, I have right now plastic on my couch because my cat keeps urinating on it. Yeah. I'm not cool. So that's where we're at. Yeah. Um, So this movie, Lord's of Chaos. I don't have bangs. Yeah, no, you don't have bangs. No, you don't, Rebecca. You don't have bangs, okay? Yeah, Lord's Um, of Chaos. Uh, so that's that movie uh, will probably it's it's out mm-hmm. um, the limited release and it, it kind of the director of it uh, w- he actually direct well, he directed this uh, movie that's out on Netflix called Polar mm. with Mads Mikkelsen Polar Express nope way different way oh. different Polar uh, opposites but he also directed like uh, he directed like Madonna's I think Ray of Light it's oh. very weird and like the uh, Prodigy when out oh. Paul McCartney but he was in. Uh, the drummer of uh, one of the earlier, earliest black metal bands, I'd mm-hmm. say, is uh, called Bathory. So mm. he was the drummer of that in like 84, 85. So he's yeah. the director of this movie, although the, a lot of the stuff he's done since then has not been very metal, I mm-hmm. guess. But, you know, he had just has some street credit. The people are like, it's a, well, one, it's the everyone is speaking English mm-hmm. with an American accent, essentially, for the m- most part. And it's, Norwegian. Yeah. Um, so we are going to get into, so that kind of ties into it a little bit. So okay, I was like, okay. you know what? Let me go. Let me go back and re like look at articles. I watched a documentary that was all in Norwegian. Uh, it's, it's, it's subtitled, but it's also an old documentary. So I'm like, kind of like listening to it. And I'm then impressed by it. your level of research. When it comes to like music based stuff, mm-hmm. especially, you know, kind of a, the subculture, uh, it's just always very interesting, you know, f- but then that's not new. Like Jerry Lee Lewis yeah. was a bad dude, essentially, yeah, right? Horrible, horrible. You know what I mean? So it, it kind of goes, you know, then you have like, you know, the notorious of Motley Crue and mm-hmm. and, and uh, just so many different artists of different genres. But yeah. Wait, who's, who do you think is the best musician? Like the kindest, nicest? Like every musicians can be such horrible people. Yeah, like the not. Who's like, like the someone... Tom Hanks of music? Man, I don't like forever or yeah, I don't know. Like yeah, Kenny Loggins or like no, I think he. 
Right. I think so. he like poisoned. Yeah, I think he put poison in the oceans or something oh like that. God. I don't know. <laughs> sorry I'm for gonna, all you logging heads out there. Oh, I'm so I don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who like was somebody who's like you know. It's that mostly pro- men. Like who's like the the best? And actually, if you guys have any ideas on yeah, this, please yeah. email us uh, yeah. ghosttownpod at gmail. Tell us who you think the nicest person. I know it's really sexy to talk about nice people, but yeah. for once. We're going to do it. Yeah. I would say brave. if Keanu Reeves was. <laughs> is he insane though? Is Keanu Reeves insane? He's, I think he's, I think he's flawless. Like John Cusack is like not a bad guy, but he's also out of his mind. Yeah. He used uh, to call into the production company I worked for when I first moved out to LA and like pitch assistance <laughs> while he waited in like a rambling and we were all like, eh, <laughs> what do we do? Yeah. Uh, well, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I'm just in love with the John Wick movies now, so it's uh, yeah. Sorry. Easy. Well, you know what? <laughs> or not? I don't know. I, I, am I a white male with disposable income? So I do, <laughs> and by disposal, I mean not very disposable. But I'll I'll use it to see John Wick. Yeah. Um. But you uh you were talking to me about Breakfast, which yes. had my interest in. That's the movie. right. And then we'll get into. It's going to get really dark after yeah, the breakfast. So, so so you guys use this opportunity for me talking about this breakfast phenomenon. To prime yourselves for the darkness. Yes. Um, but first, the light. Okay, so I went to this thing on Wednesday, which was really amazing. And since 1925, LA has had this group called the Los Angeles Breakfast Club. It meets at Friendship Auditorium in Los Feliz across from Griffith Park. We did a piece on the Griffith Park Zoo. It's really close to there. And basically, it's like I was there and there are people of all ages. Every week this happens. People gather at 7 a.m. to eat breakfast, say the Pledge of Allegiance. Like there's like a but not sing-along. In a, is it in a, is it in a, are they saying the Pledge of Allegiance in a, in a way that's like a very like, Patri- like to be like very pro yeah patriot. a lot of these people are veterans and okay. they're very old so this okay. is not like a hipster okay this is like yeah. an old ass thing um roy rogers used to be a part of it okay or will rogers roy or will will i well, believe the will rogers this is their museum will yeah rogers, yes. so probably will yeah um i'm probably messing that up and so they and there was a table that's dedicated to him every member wears a pin all the guests are formally introduced and then the people who are new members are initiated there. And so they have been doing this since 1925. So there's like a wealth of rituals for the first hour. And the second hour, they have a lecture by God knows who. Last time it was um, the, uh, the Night Stalker. Uh, next week for Valentine's Day, it's the History of Tenderness. So it's just like across yeah. the board, and it was. How do so, people handle like when you? Because you went during like a you know, a crime based one, right? Yeah, I went to for the Night Stalker one, which is. And great. are people like really? Uh, I mean, I'm assuming they probably can take the temperature of the room. Pretty receptive to whatever it is they're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, everyone's a weirdo. There's, I was one of the youngest people in the room. Um, well, there was there was a couple of us, but it was like me and this twelve year old at this table, and then people who are about 65, 70. So it's, it, it was such a cool thing that I feel like in L.A. there's so many uh, events that get affected by sh- sh- shit and like other, f- you know, like whatever, like sponsored by this. And you're like, no, this is one thing that's pure. It's people gathering together. I think a lot of the people there, it was like their weekly social outlet in a lot of ways. And it was just completely unadulterated by L.A. garbage hype. It was very pure. And if you live in the L.A. area, I would recommend going. Um, they have... Facebook events for everything, the LA Breakfast Club. And the most important question, which we're all thinking about, is mm-hmm. how is the breakfast? Um, okay. It's okay. It's there's bacon, there's a lot of egg, there's like four different egg dishes. Uh it's there's cottage cheese, of course. Um pancakes? 
No, there's some waffles though. Oh, waffles. Okay, there's so some there's waffles. something you can put some syrup on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have toast and bread. Um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty solid. Again, it's it's in a giant auditorium. They cater it every week. So it's not going to be like, you know, amazing top tier breakfast. It's going to be salt of the earth, Navy veteran style, eggs, maybe some hot sauce if you're feeling crazy, but mostly just like ham and eggs. You All know? right. Yeah. Sounds There's very... a crypt equip that they do there. It's very, oh, it is okay. of its own space and time. Yeah. Highly recommend it. When you were there, were you like, I feel like I could be in a different city right now. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Which I um, kind of like. I mean, I love Los Angeles, and yeah. I say that all the time. But I, I like being sometimes when I'm please. I'm like, you know, I feel like I, I could be any, anywhere. Yeah, anywhere was, in the United States. Timeless and placeless, I would yeah. say. But I also feel like, I mean, the idea of habit in LA and doing something with friends every week is so foreign to the culture here. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, I just feel like it's a really special, special thing, and. LA has a bunch of weirdo, you know, like it's like weirdo culture meets Midwest habit kind of a thing. It's really like interesting. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should go check that out. And then uh, you should also check out patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Mm, Two bonus episodes a month, mm-hmm. or you can get mentioned on the show. Check it out. It helps support the show for us uh-huh. to travel and do cool things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. How about but- a break? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So, yeah. Are you ready for some darkness? I, I've been... Norwegian darkness? Because it was also very rainy today. Yeah. So I love I, it. It's so cozy. I've been spending so... Like, I spent the last... I've spent time on this previous. Mm-hmm. Then I go off and start listening to bands, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of... It's easy for me to get distracted within the same subject. Um, and then I'm watching documentaries and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I'm not going to really find people that are directly involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a pretty notorious story. Uh, we're going to focus a lot about the band Mayhem, mm-hmm. which is probably the, one of the most notorious black metal bands. Not the first and probably some people would argue not the best, but definitely uh, one of the most infamous, which really kind of put, uh, really put metal and underground anti like anti-authority kind of music uh, mm-hmm. on the map um so i'm going to kind of jump around because it's a huge subject you know yeah. about norway or talk about metal in general like about music uh, yeah. uh but I, I i just need to kind of pare it down um and then uh yeah the the lords of chaos movie uh the director that i men- aforementioned is jonas ockerlin and it's based on the book uh lords of chaos the bloody rise of the satanic metal underground is yes. the book you're already in i am already oh, like oh boy oh boy well you're gonna sold this is this is only gonna go 
downhill to hell. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> Not uphill to heaven. No, I'm stepping down to hell. Um, so to kind of start, like uh, the the black metal scene, uh, which was um, kind of rooted in, you know how like in the way like hippies and anti-establishment, mm-hmm. uh, punk, uh, I feel like the black metal was kind of a very anti-authority, uh, natural state of rebellion kind of using... Uh, darkness usually will reflect that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If like the establishment is the light, let's, you know, the darkness. And then obviously things like Satanism uh, yeah. comes into it. Uh, but starting about uh, just for a reference in 1992 um, is when uh, a lot of these church burning started happening. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was Come like our, to mama. There, there was a lot of, bur- I think, like officially burnt down, very few, but a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of them are, you know, f- f- been very damaged. And here's the thing is like, I'm not a religious person. Um, I don't have necessarily have love for uh, the church or Catholic church, but beside the fact that I just want to let people do their thing. Yeah. Uh, their historic landmarks, which yeah. kind of uh, takes precedence a lot. I was just like, absolutely. Even if I'm not like down with this, it doesn't mean I don't respect the fact that it's well Exists. important to other people. It's, and it's history, you and know? it's history. Like I love, I love churches. When I was in uh, Prague and mm-hmm. uh, in Czechoslovakia, I went uh, or Czech Republic. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm old. I Uh-oh. still said Czechoslovakia. <laughs> A barrage um, of angry I, tweets. I know. Um, you know, I went to a place called like the Bone Church. Is a church Ooh. made of bone? Maybe we'll discuss it in a future episode. I, would I don't love know. that because yeah, yeah. I've seen pictures of it. It's yeah. pretty crazy. It's, it's crazy, <laughs> and I was in it. Oh and, I, and some say I never left. You, but you're here. Oh, <laughs> you left. You actually left. Oh, you, okay. had, you actually had a dinner dinner reservation you had to go to. So yeah, so you I was had like to cut out. Yeah, uh, I was like, sorry. Mm, <laughs> uh, Hard Rock Cafe <laughs> check is uh, <laughs> is calling. Check McDonald's. Uh, by ni- 1996, there had been 50 attacks in Norway, and uh, you know some of them were like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's uh, Europe. It's older yeah. than the U.S. Everybody. Some say yes. Um, uh, probably uh, the the first. Historic 12th century uh, church was the uh, Fantorf Stave. Um, again, I don't I'm speak so Norwegian. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, church, uh, which was burnt to the ground and photographed and put on the cover of the album by Burzum, mm-hmm. which is the EP was called ASKE, which means ash. So hmm. we're going to reference this guy. Okay. He burnt down a church. He mm-hmm. had a, a band. It was really just him. Burzum was just him. Uh, who be kind of a focal part of the story, but he uh, burnt down a church and then took a picture of it. And he's like, and put it on an album cover. Okay, that won't be the f- that is not going to be the most egregious and worst album yeah. cover I'm going to be mentioning Ooh. on this episode. People are really yeah, but people understand the importance of an album cover, which I respect. So now I'm going to get into the history of the band that still exists called Mayhem. Mm-hmm. And when people talk about black metal. Uh, and if you research anything about black metal, especially when it comes to Satanism, church burnings, mayhem is the center. That's where they made, you know, wrote a book, and uh, now they're making a movie because it's so notorious. And it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, what's also hard about a lot of these. What a lot of about, uh, talking about a lot of black metal, and some, not all, because of how extreme it is. There's some waves of kind of like loose Nazi mm-hmm. um, and nationalistic stuff, uh, anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. And it's not everybody. And it's seen, and I'm not making any excuses for any of it because there are zero excuses, but I'm just saying the way it's um, where it's not everybody. 
because I just don't want to lump everyone to the same thing. And then a lot of times, usually people like denounce it. It's like, yeah, listen, I was, you know, that's mm-hmm. what I've, I thought, whatever. It's like, I don't think that now. They, they mo- Most of the time kind of change their tune for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily make it any better or any more correct. Um, but that is, that's a lot of obviously the issue with it because it's, sometimes very extreme with, you know, it's like blood and soil and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know, obviously not down with. Yeah. Wreck if you are, no bigs. You know what I mean? Do your thing, girl. Two Jews just talking about... uh just talking about death metal. Yeah, yeah. Black, we're, we're talking about black metal. Black metal. See, that's going to get, that's gonna get you in trouble. That's, that's going to get, that's going to be, uh, yeah. that's going to get you in big trouble. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Um, can we, who, will you forgive me? You get um, well. It's it's seventy five thousand strikes and you're out, <laughs> so oh, you're good. Okay, I'm, <laughs> yeah, good. I'm good. I have about five thousand left. Um, so we're gonna talk about the band Mayhem and kind of how they started. So the former singer of the band uh, and the name I get Pierre Engve Olin. Oh, let's God, go yeah. by his street name. Dead. <laughs> street. He's like, let's cut the middle man. Let's make it real simple. Yeah. Dead. Dead. <laughs> and you know how some people are like, you know, you see a lot of bands and a lot of it is a lot of like pomp and circumstance. And sure. This guy meant it. Yeah. And you're going to find out why. Can't wait. Um, so he started the band with uh, Jan or Jan Axel Blomberg, Hellhammer, hmm. which is another popular uh, kind of old school black. Hell. Yeah. Presumably um, hammering things hellishly. So. Uh, the singer dead, mm-hmm. he, there, you know, he was kind of known to have obviously some kind of mental problems, uh, depressed, frequently tried to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, you ever watch uh, or see like a metal band, they have like the corpse paint, which is like the black and yeah, white, yeah. Like the, which is so cool looking. Yeah, it, it's really it's, great. It's, it's, it's like it's they really took great. what Kiss did and was like, let's. Yeah, let's like. Pair it down and make it even more fucking badass. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. It's like less. We're gonna take the glam out of this, <laughs> baby. Just, uh, I love, so he was kind of one of the. It's claimed that he's the first person to really do that. Probably off, maybe being inspired by a band like Kiss or mm-hmm. or you know monster yeah. movies or whatever. Like Day of um, the Dead. He um, used to also uh, take his stage clothes and bury them. And then dig them up and put them on before they performed oh, to be closer and like, to. Do you well, guess what M and M's in here? Do you want <laughs> yeah. sprites? No, no. You want me to dig up your old clothes and bring them back to you so you can put them back on for your show? Yeah. Uh, so that's what he would do. He also would uh, find like dead birds and animals and keep them under the bed and sleep with them so he can be closer to things that are dying all the time. Dead. That's dead. We're talking about here. Yeah. We're not talking about Gary. <laughs> not my stepdad. <laughs> He's not in here. He like he was in the band very briefly. He played keyboards. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're good. I know. It's like, um, all right, again, it's Christmas. I understand you're. He would uh, dead would cut himself with hunting knives and broken mm-hmm. glass. Uh, the this band guy was a delight. He he was he was great. Um, he went on to be Jeff Bezos from Amazon. <laughs> I, I had couldn't wait to the end. Not many people know about it. Uh, uh, the band would put a pig or sheep's head impaled on stakes and planted them at the front of the stage. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Yeah, um, yeah. So, it's like so metal, and also like it's so of its time too. It's uh, it's gonna get. We're gonna mm, get it. Keep so, going. Um, so uh, the 
Oh, I'm going to skip that part. So you're gonna give, it's going to get. It's going to give it away. This is so, so God, I want to. As you say this, I want to be getting tattoos. <laughs> like I want something. Can someone just be here next time we do a, a like a metal or like satanic? Say, yeah. And someone just like be here to tattoo me yeah. while I listen. And then just paint our faces. Oh, and then fuck yeah, yeah, it's so good. So um, on April eighth, nineteen ninety one, dead committed suicide. Okay. Surprised? No, surprise. no, it's not surprised. I'm not surprised. No, I can't believe you went this long. Yeah. They were like, we did not. Well, he's called dead. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, guys, dead is leaving. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, man, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the band owned a house. He killed himself in there. Now he was, he was found, a homeowner. Yeah. You know, he, well, yeah, he was, a, <laughs> it was a homeowner. Um, he was found by, and this is a very another important person. Uh, he went by Euronymous, I oh. think is how I'm pronouncing it. Um, uh, he had slit wrist and mm-hmm. a shotgun wound to the head and Damn, uh, a, a suicide note that uh, there's a couple different translations, but it's, uh, uh, excuse- what do you think happened? You think like he slit his wrist. He was like, this isn't fast enough. I'm going to shoot myself in the head. Probably just like kind of just totally went. I mean, I think just really like lived and died it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the note said very politely, excuse all the blood. Cheers. <laughs> Or, or like excuse all the blood like keep on rocking you know what I mean yeah. like something like that oh that's um, cute and then uh, also an apology for firing the weapon indoors oh for a guy that's named dead yeah like that's a really cordial thoughtful message death yeah. message he was uh, yeah he was very very polite it wasn't polite. like a well, you're asking who's the nicest uh, nicest I mean <laughs> p- politeness <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at it here. I'm sorry. That's right. I don't Please know. Excuse me. No, he would have. Sorry. He's more played than Kenny Loggins. That's <laughs> yeah, probably true. He would have gotten some kind of solvent to clean the blood, though. Yeah. Right? He could have left something yet. out there. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you might be surprised the fact that Euronymous didn't call the police. Oh, God. He went to a store and a uh, little throwback bought a disposable camera. Nice. Took a picture of it or several pictures of it. Respectful. And, uh,. You know, rearrange some of the items, too, to kind of, like, stage it a little bit better. And mm-hmm. then uh, you, one of the photographs was used on a cover of one of their bootleg albums, which is a very famous bootleg album, uh, called Dawn of the Black Hearts. Can any of this be put on Instagram? <laughs> Not this album cover, um, because the album cover, and which I've never purposely seen before, mm-hmm. and obviously in my research, I had to do it to talk yeah, about it here, I really... which I would not have normally done. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not pleasant. But so they he they use that for this boot not an official album but um it's the uh, it's his head blown off with his brains oh sitting there Jesus and I think it's like a shirt that says like I heart something so it's a lit I, I believe heart. looking yeah oh my god what did he heart oh god, oh god. yeah oh, cookies <laughs> yeah. hugs yeah teddy bears it was like free hugs we had a free yeah, hug shirt it was like oh, yeah so that's uh my mom now there's some rumors flying okay. I'm open to them. That Euronymous uh, made a stew with the bits of his brain. A brain, a death brain stew? Dead dead brain stew. Like a soup or a stew? I think it was like a bully base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did he use the mother sauce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, that part's a rumor, mm-hmm. but that he made necklaces with bits of his skull. Damn. And gave them to people that he felt like you're cool in the music scene. Oh, and we have them for sale on our Patreon. Yep. It's it's uh <laughs> it's six hundred sixty six dollars. Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. We Definitely are shameless. Yeah. Um so now they're working on their album, even though okay. Dead is Dead. 
Yeah. Uh, working on their most, this is probably their, their most famous album and in the black metal scene. Um, it is called uh, De Mysterious Dom Satanas, which uh, translates to Lord Satan's Secret Rites. Hmm. Mm, right? So this is a, a, regardless of what you think of it, this is like, this album is, is extremely important to music because of how it kind of came about and what else happened because of it. But it is like that, like that yeah. album. And that uh, album they recorded between 92 and 93, came out in mm. 94, just for music people out there. Nice. So, um, uh, Uranus, whose name is uh, Oystein Arseth. Again, probably so not the sorry. best. Yeah, yeah, it's like probably not the best. Names are yeah. just like all vowels yeah. and ends and O's with lines through. Yeah, you know. what does that even mean? And I was I was just in Copenhagen recently, so that's like kind of near. So you figure yeah. I'd be able to just kind of like rattle these off. Like it would just naturally. But like, I wanted to go when I was there. I was like, I want to go to Sweden because now you want some death metal, you go to Sweden. Yeah. But then you go to Norway, uh, you go to black metal. Oof. Uh, <laughs> so now we got uh, we got Euronymous, uh-huh. right? who's kind of becoming, uh, like he, uh, just listening to interviews about him because he's kind of like the center. He, he became, he's like, I am black metal. Yeah. Like he had his like house slash record store called like Hel, 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 which stands for hell, mm-hmm. which was kind of like this like meeting place for people. It was just, he was kind of a weird, uh, it seemed like an intolerable kind of person, but supposedly like nice mm. um, and kind of somebody who had like a was like really a cool family guy. But when you when he was around people that knew him, like that knew him, mm-hmm. it was more fun for him to be Euronymous around other people that didn't know, especially yeah. as people. He was like know. like a he was like a normal dude. And yeah. It's like you put on the Euronymous hat. Yeah. And, and then you become. Yeah. Uh, where other sense. people are like, yeah, listen, we know you're, you know, yeah. Um, you don't have to sacrifice animals around us. Yeah. We're friends. Uh, so now we introduce um, another uh, bass player comes in the mix, uh, mix uh, Varg Vikernes. Okay. Uh, also goes by The Count. Hmm. Now, this guy is a true bad dude. And if you really want to get to, like, the true crime nitty gritty, you look up Varg Vikernes. Um, because Where did they find him? Where did they dig him up? He was friends with Euronymous, and Euronymous thought he was just so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. This guy is the one um, that it's like kind of a he, he becomes kind of the person that is the most synonymous with. He's the one I mentioned that was uh, burned down the church and put yeah. on his album his um, for Burzum for Ash. Yeah, uh, he also is somebody that. And, you know, you ask these people like, "Are you a like neo Nazi?" And they always mm-hmm. skirt around. It's always kind of like. Sort of, not really. There's part, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, because it's not like, because, you know, even back in like the days of like the sex pistols, like mm-hmm. Sid Vicious wore like a swastika. Yeah. And here's the thing. Is that right? No. But mm-hmm. everything was very like, we want to shock you. And yeah. I think a lot of it Which is I that. Which I used to love yeah. about that, like yeah. as a young, uh, of course. very depressed art student. Like yeah. I love that. But but nowadays it does feel very like, I get it. You're not like taking back the swastika. Like there's right. so much embedded into no, that symbiology. Yeah. It's like, okay. Don't bother. Like what yeah. are we doing here? But I, I can understand that people uh, ignorantly and stupidly do things to shock you yeah to shock the establishment or whatever and i think a lot of it is because of that i can't really speak for it mm-hmm. um euronymous and uh i'm gonna just i'm gonna call him varg um did not uh eventually did not get along very well um because uh on august 10th 1993 
Uh, Varg murdered Euronymous. Oh, oh, says oh, it was self defense. I did not see that coming. Uh, uh, after all the church burnings, he was just like, well, you know, let's yeah, see. Yeah, but it's uh, like, come hang out with me this cool band and then end my life. When they were in the band together, you yeah. know what I mean? They recorded this album, uh, De Mysterious Dom Sathanas. I probably should have learned, but you know, uh, you get what it is. You guys get it. So, um, yeah, he, uh, there was a confrontation. Varg says, oh, it was self defense, but you could see a lot of the, uh, Offensive wounds are in his Uranus's back. Uh-huh. So, um, damn. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, 23 cut wounds, two to the head, five to the neck, 16 to the back. Whoa. Yeah. Um, Whoa. He says that. Not uh, such a cool guy, huh? No, Uranus. Yeah. Um, that he, uh, he, Varg says that Uranus plotted to torture uh, him uh, to death and videotape the event. And using a meeting about some unsigned contract as like a pretext to kind of get together. Mm-hmm. Um, and he claimed to, he intended to hand Euronymous the signed contract and uh, tell him to fuck off. This is a quote. I don't, you know, I don't curse on here, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm quoting. Yeah, you're just being a historian. Uh, Euronymous attacked him first, which is pro- based on this guy Varg, probably not true. Yeah. Not to say that, he, you know, both people weren't aggressive yeah. or whatever. Um, uh, you know, Varg defends, you know, most of the cut wounds were caused by broken glass because he had fallen during the struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Varg was arrested within days, and a few months he was sentenced to 21 years in prison for both the murder and the church arsons. He claim, he doesn't claim the, uh, he claims self-defense mm-hmm. as the murder and the church. Yeah, like, you know, some things he says, no, I did, and, you know, yeah, no, I but didn't. they're like, you're a bad person. He actually, and I don't know how, you know, mm-hmm. Norwegian prisons, he actually was like had like a temporary release from jail or something yeah. a little like vi- but he went and then he uh from what I remember he uh, found a car of like a family and like held him at knife point and stole the car <laughs> so Oof. um yeah he's out of jail now and now he's kind of changed his name back to his original name or his other mm. name and you know and he's, he's still kind of be... you know he is he's kind of soft you know he's kind of like I'm different now, but not really super apologetic. Yeah. You know, um, just not, not a great person. Not a good guy. Now, what's interesting about this album, De Mysterious Dom Sathanas, mm-hmm. is uh, Varg plays the bass tracks on it mm-hmm. because um, Necro Butcher, who was always in the band, he was like, my oh. friend died. He's like, I'm not doing this album. Yeah. Also, your name is Necro Butcher. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Hellhammer, the drummer, yeah. he promised Euronymous's family keep Got up. It. Uh, maybe what we need on Instagram <laughs> is like a chart. Family I know, tree. I think we do. We need a chart. Um, that he says like the he, lamp ones that, that he would made. re-record Varg's uh, bass parts because it's like, hey, listen, the guy who killed our son, yeah, his bass. Can't you just take them out? Like, why yeah. are we celebrating that? And he's like, yeah, yeah, definitely, I'll do that. But then he, uh, in quote, uh, to quote. I thought it would be appropriate that the murderer and victim were on the same record. Why is that appropriate? Who thinks that appropriate? Well, that's the thing. It's not. See, you're thinking what's appropriate. Mm-hmm. What the what the MTV says is appropriate. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, what does like, MTV say? You mean it's like um, my the zoo in my hometown, where it was like the predator and the prey were pretty much in the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. It's like, whoa, what are we doing here? Um, so, and then from there, kind of. You, Mayhem continue to be a band and mm-hmm. some different versions. People say it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the story with that. Now, I was kind of wondering, like, what what did people in 
Norway, because I'm speaking about Oslo and Bergen mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like that, you know, it's like, oh my God, like, well, black metal must be huge there. But what people say is like, two people in Norway, black metal isn't huge. It's these bands are from Norway are huge in other places. Yeah. So in, in, they say it's similar to like places like bands in America where you're yeah. like, are you still around? And it's like, no, they tour Europe constantly. Yeah, and they're and huge there. But yeah. you're here, you know what I mean? Like they play like a fair or something yeah. like that. So, um, and then also the fact that black metal, you know, used to be a very underground, you know, there was a lot of, uh, you know, planning of, you know, yeah. church burns, uh, you know what I mean? There was, oh God, another, there was another guy in this scene, maybe his name went by Faust where he like killed this dude because he was mm-hmm. this gay dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Oof. it was really, and he was the, uh, and he was the drummer of the band Emperor, which is another mm-hmm. popular black metal band. Just throwing mm-hmm. that in there for you people that, you know, that want to hear a little extra. Yeah. Um, it's tough, you know, and some of these people go on like later on to be like, uh, they either dismiss it or discount it, um, you know, but still like things happen. Yeah, like so people aren't really apologetic. No, because they're, it's in their head and mm-hmm. that's their way of being, you know, rebellious and anti-authority yeah. the this the the satanists and satanisms and this 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 black metal inner circle mm-hmm. you know we talked about the church of satan yeah on our very very not famous episode but great episode the, great the black episode. house yeah. black house yeah, they, they said the church of satan was too humane wow because the saint you know for you know, listen the satanism mm-hmm. as far as we know the church of satan is like as far as i'm concerned pretty chill yeah Pretty sensible. Every religion has an extreme. Every everyone has an extreme. Yeah. Everyone has things where you're like, I agree. Yeah, exactly. That makes Even sense. The I'm down. Of Satan. Yeah. So they their version of Satan was more like anti-authority. Mm-hmm. You know, what is the opposite of whatever you're doing, and how extreme can we go? Yeah. All, it seems like so like dog eat dog. Nobody matters. Like everyone can die at a moment's notice or be decimated. Yeah. It's very it's interesting and it's dark. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but there seemed to, cause as kind of black metal has grown, it's, you know, way more, even though it's not in music sense, it's still underground, but mm-hmm. it's commercial major, you know, yeah. major tours and stuff like that. But I thought it was interesting. Um, in the 2015 edition of this, uh, festival called blast fest, mm-hmm. um, which is held in Bergen, uh, uh, was opened by like the, the person who opened it, like to present it was the mayor of Bergen, Whoa. And she's like kind of like it looks like a librarian. Oh. And behind her, if you look, there's a photo. Uh, it's the band, I think it's Rotting Christ. Oh, yeah. So it's like a very, they kind of embrace the, the you know, kind of like, hey, this is like a hometown thing. That's so Even though black metal is not, you, you figure like that's like, oh, listen, uh, Billy Joel is popular in New York. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen is popular in New Jersey. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know. Red Hot Chili Peppers are popular in California. I don't know what mm-hmm. whatever it is, you yeah. know. But in in Norway, it's just the bands happen to be popular. Yeah. But in in Norway, people aren't like black metal is not some like huge thing, you yeah. know. Which I thought, which is something that I definitely did not know in doing my research. Yeah, Ooh, I, God, that is so interesting. And it's this, you know, the, I, kind of just giving a real skim of I the know. history because I'm talking about like you know it, you know 20 30 year history of it and the music and I'm so excited to talk about it that mm-hmm. I was like I, I want to talk about all these more nuanced things but I think yeah. for the sake of like an interesting story a nice of, entryway into, into black metal, black metal. Uh, yeah yeah I like it's a, it's a nice entryway it's a nice entryway uh-huh. <laughs> 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.